Welcome to our very first podcast. I'm here with Chloe Austin and with Caitlin Webster, and we are just very excited to present our very first podcast for New Collective. Um, so today we're going to discuss the pandemic. Yes, this global pandemic that has hit us all by storm over the past number of months, and it has been a rough ride for our artists. It has been really difficult um, across the world for everyone to try and keep on board um and artists no less but what i would love to do is start off with the positive because we are all in this negative flurry and i think it's really important to realize that there have been positive outcomes that have come of this uh, of this uh, pandemic and that's what we're going to start with so firstly caitlin tell us a little bit about what has kind of been that positive outcome for you as a result of this pandemic mm-hmm. See, I very much feel like 2020, because of the pandemic, has been my year in a lot of ways. I feel like I've thrived. Like, aside from, like, the first, you know, three months or so of lockdown, I was almost in full isolation. And that was a little bit, you know, towards month month three, I, like, started going a little bit crazy. But (laughs) I think I'm very well suited to kind of that life that is just very slow and reflective that suits me very nicely. And we were all forced to do that when the entire world shut down. So I feel like all of that time to just reflect kind of made me reassess my priorities and start taking advantage of opportunities that I felt like it wasn't safe to take advantage of before. Cause like, especially like living here where I'm not a citizen and I'm not eligible for a lot of like, like I can't go on the dole. I can't, I was really worried at the beginning of the pandemic that I wouldn't be able to access like pandemic unemployment payments, but fortunately I was, that was good. But I was realizing that like, I made a lot of decisions based on that uncertainty. And then 2020 hit and everything was uncertain. And so I kind of just decided to go for it. Be like, uncertainty isn't a reason to not make decisions. So I quit my job that paid me money and made me eligible for pandemic unemployment payment and was just like, you know what? I'm here to make art and I'm here to work in art. And I just kind of fully committed to that, which was mildly terrifying, but has worked out really, really great. Cause right after I quit my job, I was notified that I got um, an artist bursary from the arts council. (laughs) So, which like, basically equaled what I would have been making at my job anyway and I I just definitely I think that was because of like the pandemic because I had that time to think and like commit to something that I cared about because everything in life is uncertain so why waste time that makes an amazing uh, for for an amazing uh, journey that you that you've been upon there in the past few months is there something perhaps that might have come into your practice that that has kind of been positive towards that insofar as what, what you have created as a result of that time and that space that, that, that the pandemic has allowed you? I think 
the main thing is just the fact that I started consistently creating again, because, so I finished my master's in early 2019, and then I joined the board of directors at 126 Gallery in Galway, and that has kind of been my main focus, that and then, like, my, my day job that paid the bills, but then when the day job was taken away, I had a lot of time that I could fill, and, you know, the gallery was closed, there was less to do there, so I think the fact that I just had time to consistently create and focus on my own practice instead of other people's again is what let that happen and like kind of motivated me to take it seriously and realize like how much I missed consistently creating and thinking about that yeah it's it's actually it's such a reward it's it's such a uh it's something that we just never have because we're always trying to figure out okay how can we how can we meet our expenses and how can we meet like other elements of our life and and the rat race that is life um, or that was especially before the pandemic where everybody is like I'm busy I'm busy I'm busy I'm busy and now we're forced to be in a position where it's okay we're not allowed to do anything so I have to focus on my practice <laughs> so I think that's it's, yeah no it's cool Chloe how are you good good Chloe how has how has the pandemic been positive for you kind of like what Caitlin said as well like it's there's <clears throat> a lot of room for reflection like after, so I only finished the master's in March. It wasn't even finished, but it had to be finished because of COVID. Um, so I left the studio and then I just started um, thinking about, just kind of like pinned my work back and just went right, you know, I wanted to kind of um, explore things that, you know, wasn't, not something that I felt like um, was going to be my degree show, but more things that I was just interested in developing. So then I started like I wanted to think then more about like collaborating so then I started like collaborating a lot more and then that became a really important thing in my practice because not only was I still creating work um, daily I was like working with other artists as well and then you know it felt like it kind of so like it was like a supporting kind of relationship going on with other artists so I was working with like musicians and writers and um, other artists as well so that became like an aspect of my work I never would have probably thought much about before COVID um, and I really enjoyed doing that and then started like wanting to make other opportunities because like you know you can spend so much time scrolling for opportunities online but then you're, when you have an idea just do it like you've done with Nua like amazingly um, so then I wanted to like again like thinking of collaboration I like approach like Ben Malcolmson who's also in New Collective and then um, Iana McKenna so sorry if I didn't pronounce your name right um, <laughs> Nolig Malloy um, and Joanna Palmer and just wanted to create like this video um, digital art kind of project um, again wouldn't have done that before COVID because I wouldn't have thought about it I wanted to do that because I thought like you know people are saying oh digital artists are are fine they can just put up their work on Vimeo and everyone can see it they're fine but it's more about the immersive um experience of viewing a video work on like you know a big projection or it's different it's different than seeing it on your laptop screen than it is on a um a different like installation kind of setup in a gallery uh so in motion literally like we exchange works um between six of us kids doom as well isn't it so we exchange works between six of us and um, we kind of set it up in our own homes and we can put it on our TVs, we can put it on 
um, if we have projectors, if we have anything. So you spend time with it. Um, so that's one thing. Like, that's an opportunity that like I was I'm or a project I'm really excited about that wouldn't have happened. Um, mm. But it's definitely mainly about the collaborative side. I think you know yes everything has moved online. Well, most things have moved online. Um, but then that also opens up a different, like it opens up more connections and you can meet more people that you mightn't have met, you know, because I live in, I'm between like Cork and Belfast, like I, you know, but I have people now I speak to over in America who I wouldn't have met and if it wasn't for connecting with them online and working with them on different projects. So that's definitely um, a positive to COVID because, you know, you'd spend more, like, yes, okay, we spend more time online now, but it is, um, interesting because you do make like these new connections that you probably wouldn't have before. Yeah, no, I think that's I, that's a really important point, and I think uh, thank you for mentioning new collective there because only for this pandemic, and I so it's a positive for me is that um, I found that there was a real necessity for that connectivity, um, mm. and that 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 and what you've done in uh, with in motion as well is. There was there was clearly a barrier because we can't we couldn't come up in clusters with people we couldn't come into groups we couldn't make the collaborations that artists thrive in like in the really simple saying that one one mind is not as good as three or four that are put together um and as as a real it's such a really simple theory that is expressed to us in our young school going days that that still continues as you go through adult life that and especially in the creative process, that if you're just stuck in your own space with your own work, it's very, it's very difficult to be able to, um, to, to see outside of it and to have that objective, that necessary objective perspective. I, I agree with you insofar as uh, the, 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 the far-reaching uh, connectivity that you could have had um, insofar as that you would never have been able to connect with those people in America or wherever else, and and Caitlin having you here in in Ireland as a California girl is is amazing. And like I suppose, as time evolves, that that has become more and more accessible. And as as technology evolves, that again is is more and more uh, uh, doable. So um, we're we're I suppose forced this year to see and realize that these opportunities are there um, and that this is a possibility and that we can do it. Now, I suppose you will never, ever uh, be able to replace the tangibility or the tactile elements of the physical presence or the physical engagement. And I've, I've noticed that a lot in, in some of the workshops that I try to do that I would have done beforehand in groups of people. And it's just not it's not the same. But yeah. I suppose we're making the best out of a bad situation. And hopefully what this will do is it will it will spark further collaboration and and um, and further opportunities when we are able to be in groups together again. And I think we'll become a more worldly, a more connected community um, uh, once once we do come out the other end of this. Um, I suppose that kind of, uh, while we didn't want to talk about any of the negative side of things, I suppose one of the things that I have found personally, um, and I have experienced from other people from talking to them, especially artists, is about the mental well-being elements of them. Of, of the the results of the of the pandemic and how a lot of people are finding the isolation difficult from a mental point of view and how how that that has affected them has been quite difficult 
Um, and I think some, in some ways, people have used their work and used their practice to be able to channel that energy, that, that, that lonely energy that they had to experience or that, that, that uh, isolating um, feeling that people get when they're, when they're on their own. That if they had a, a motivation and a drive to, to, to fulfill that through their practice, then that was a way of them distracting their minds and, and putting their energy into something that is worthwhile. Have you, either of you, I'll start with Caitlin perhaps, uh, felt that it has affected your mentality or in a positive or a negative way uh, that the results of the pandemic? Well, I think my work has always been very heavily process-based, but during the pandemic, I've become much more mindful of it. And it's become like the ritual of making the work has become like a very grounding thing. Mm. Like it's a part of my day that's going to happen no matter what. I'm going to fill this circle shape with a lot of other tiny circles. Like <laughs> it's just, it's a very simple grounding task. And like, I've talked to a lot of artists that like their work is very different from mine, but still the process of making be has become just an incredibly grounding ritual for them every day. And is that something that you had before the pandemic? I think it's something I, I had it, like my practice hasn't shifted drastically. I'm doing the same thing as I was doing before, but I don't think it played the same role. I think the role that it plays has shifted. Okay. And what, in what way, how has it shifted for you? I think it's just become, it's become a bit more meditative, more like consciously meditative mm. and more just about not working towards a final pro process or like a final thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like not working towards a show or anything like that. It's just about something that I have to do. Yeah. And Chloe, have you any kind of anything to add to that yourself is it from, from your from your experience yeah I think like what Caitlin said as well like it is a, uh, my work has also become like really uh, process based like it's a, it's more about the process and the kind of research and the note taking and like you know even like down to diary entries like it's it's more about that side of it rather than like working towards a finalized work so like mentally wise it's for me it's like important to just kind of like write all the time like I, I I will tell anyone to just keep writing all the time because you never know what you come out with and even if it's literally oh the kettle is boiling whatever like just just keep just as if you just sit like sit down and like make yourself write for like 10 minutes you know there's there's things that start happening um and then like I've noticed like stupid little things like you know my favorite time of the day I know exactly my favorite time of the day just because I've been writing about this time and like I you know it's not something that I would be like conscious of um and like I know I work better at night time than I work in the morning so like just little things like that um I, I think that's a really important point as well that you realize that I think yeah. I suppose because you have you've been forced into the situation where you have to be on your own or do your own thing um and and to identify that that's your strength and when you can work um yeah. and, and and how you work and and the fact that you have the ability to to motivate yourself to, to write all the time. I think that's, I suppose, something that a lot of people have struggled with is just finding the drive to, to sit down and do something. I think if you create some sort of habit, which I think Caitlin has done and what you do as well, if there was a habit that's formed, it, it takes a lot of the of the um, the onerous hardship 
promise and the 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 lack of desire that some people would have to do it um or that the fear of trying to oh I'll, I'll do that tomorrow or I'll do that later or I'll do that in, in an hour or whatever and not yeah. get ever getting around to doing it but if you have that structure in place then I think that's just something that's that like fair fair play <laughs> because sometimes that's that's very difficult for people to do um and I think especially artists because out of a lot of people we have always the the problem with trying to stay motivated because we're we're independent people we a, lo- a lot of the time we need to we need to work independently and we require a lot of self-motivation and I think a lot of people who are who, who might be used to the nine to five regime would be struggling an awful lot more with the pandemic than what artists might have insofar as we're always on our own we're always trying to trying to work in our own practice on our own uh the, on, on the evolution of our own on our own artwork so i think that's that's interesting that and i suppose it's just something that i kind of realized that uh we are on our own a lot and and <laughs> being in isolation is not really something new to us uh, so i think then coming out of a pandemic which we hope that we're near near the the end of it do you feel that uh what you have worked on is there something there that has been relative to to what your processing has been or is there any sort of contribution that this this experience has had on your work and is there anything you're creating at the moment that you can tell us about that would that that would be um relative or otherwise to to the pandemic See, like I started looking at it, like I've always been interested in digital media and stuff in my in my practice. And in March, like before the pandemic, I started thinking about the lack of touch um, before or uh, like due to technologies and new technologies. Um, I remember having this, I can't remember who it was with. But I remember having this conversation with someone. They're like, so it was you. <laughs> so it was your fault that we can't touch people anymore. Uh, <laughs> you gave them the idea. Um, <laughs> And I was like, ah, but no, um, I think, and then I started like, it became so relevant. Like it was relevant anyway, because of uh, technology and our lack of human contact and kind of behind the screen a lot more nowadays, but then it became, that's the only thing now that we have is being behind the screens and we can't touch people if we, you know, we can't hug anyone anymore. Um, Yeah, so it became more relevant because of COVID, but then I was like worried that um, my work would be like making work about COVID-19 and I didn't want that. Um, like, you know, I think everyone, I think every artist during the pandemic kind of had a touch of that kind of frustration and isolation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even if it was just one piece of work, they definitely, like, I think everyone kind of wanted to address it. But um, because it was like a project I wanted to work on about like relationships and stuff and touch, um, I didn't want it to be all about COVID. So I started thinking then about like absence and presence and so I think it does have similar themes but it was more kind of about um, relationships and um, and then I started becoming like relationship with our environment and I started noticing that like because I was down in I was home in Kinsale at the time um, for the four and a half months of the lockdown first lockdown how many has there been now I don't know anymore Um, because I was closer to the sea like I felt like that was influencing my work and I was kind of working more with like um, landscape and um, it was really strange. It was only after, like it was only because of my writing actually that I noticed these things and it was like, you know, my work becomes more fluid. It becomes more open. And I was kind of relating that to being close to the sea. And then I wanted to work 
with more like um you know materials that weren't so like physical and more like fluid like I wanted to work like do performances by the sea I wanted to you know just kind of connect more with the environment and mm. kind of like personify that environment and like time and, and place um so again yeah that wouldn't have happened you know if it wasn't for me being uh, stuck in Kinsale for four and a half months but it's yeah. really interesting but I only noticed that recently you know um and again obviously now I'm back home um there was been there's been lockdowns and I just wanted to come back home but I think every time I come down here I always have this like crazy ideas in my head and I'm like oh yeah that makes sense um which it wouldn't really happen in Northern Ireland I don't know why um I think I, suppose I, I, I think that probably got to do with you being at home though as well mm. and, and that you're so close to uh yeah. and that you've been brought up in and that, that obviously has a uh, an affectionate element to your 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 inner being yeah. <laughs> so I suppose that 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 is always going to have that you're always going to have that connection um with somewhere that you're passionate about uh yeah. Kate, have you got a kind of got any similar kind of experiences of that or what is your yeah. view actually like I know coming out of this coming out of the pandemic um currently <laughs> I like I feel like during the whole pandemic like my next body of work has been like kind of percolating because like my whole process is like I do nothing I'll create a lot of stuff that's completely irrelevant to the body of work while I'm thinking about the body of work and then it'll just come into being um so like because of the isolation the situation we're in I've been thinking a lot about connections and relationships kind of along a similar theme which I'm sure we must all be thinking about a lot, but yeah. <laughs> I think particularly with like being here and I'm not from here. So I have a lot of friends, you know, that would be in the States spread across the States and Canada. And then I have also lived in Italy for a while. So I have a lot of close friends there. And so, so much of my time during like the isolation earlier in lockdown was spent connecting with them in a different way than I'd ever connected with them because I still always made it a point to like physically see them mm -hmm. and I have not physically seen like my family any of my close close friends in well over a year at this point which is very very unusual for me and also during the pandemic you know because people are lonely you start getting people from way in your past you haven't heard from in just years who are like I'm in my room doing nothing you're in your room doing nothing let's catch up and so I've just like been thinking a lot about like, I don't know, connections and relationships and I don't know, all the different forms that they can take, all the different nuance that mm. can be held therein. And yeah, so I've started kind of writing a bit about that. And as I settle into a studio space, I, I kind of know that it's all gonna come together into like my next body of work. And that's what it's gonna be about. Cool. That's that's very exciting. We're looking forward to seeing all of that. That's that's cool. Um, I suppose that's kind of that kind of brings me to another point about creating work for the sake of creating work in response to a certain situation. Um, and this situation being this global pandemic, this COVID nineteen um, situation. Uh, and I'm kind of like, for me. Are we going to be bombarded now with a lot of responsive work to the COVID crisis? 
Um, and are we going to just become allergic to it? And it's like, oh, here's another work about it. Here's another play about yeah, it. Here's, I know. here's another movie. Here's another piece of artwork. And it's kind of like, it is something that we should just say, okay, this happened. We've documented this. It's been archived. We're done. This is what I've created as a result of it, but it's not related to it in any way. And please just enjoy this work for what it is. Mm -hmm. Or are we going to always now look at the piece and say, oh, that was created during the pandemic. I wonder, is that in relation to that? I mean, I feel like that's what we do. Like, as you're learning art history, you're like, oh, well, all the work during this period was clearly influenced by this world event. <laughs> um, I think right now is the time when it's going to be less about that because we are currently able to package it as, oh, this work is about relationships. It's not about the pandemic. I think yes. the farther away we get from it, the more people are going to be like, oh, but also it happened during the pandemic. Therefore, she clearly was thinking about that because of the pandemic. Yeah, sure. What do you think, Chloe? Like, I've seen some open calls and stuff um, that are like, we don't, work, we don't want work about the pandemic. And I'd say people are sick. Like, yes. galleries and stuff are part of like, oh, Jesus, here we go again now, another, you know, another work about this. But like it's okay obviously it's it's a it's a big thing like you know it's never you know it's you know a lot of us uh, everyone has been affected by it so obviously like some things are you know if, if it's affected you and you want to make work about it that's fine like do that but I think there is that risk of everyone now is going to be like oh that's a, like you know even if like let's say like my work even in the work in Nua I have two hands like about to touch people are like oh covid and no, like, you know, <laughs> that was in March, that was before it even happened. So um, there is that Which, That's like that. a horrible, isn't that a horrible thing to happen though, in a way that mm. is like, no, this is not what it's about. This is not what I'm trying to say, but it's it's so closely related to the theme of, of COVID that you can't touch. And it's kind of compromising what you were trying to say. Um, and I, or maybe, maybe it might just give it a bit more grasses. And it was like, okay no that's not what I was trying to say but this is what I'm trying to say and and listen to me <laughs> yeah I think everyone's going to have their own interpretations of work anyway yes. so if someone wants to think it's about COVID that's fine as long as everyone doesn't you yes. know um, I don't want the whole world and but that's why I make sure that like to, if I am writing about my work I don't really want to be like oh because of COVID I've done this or due to COVID like so at the start it was saying that kind of stuff yeah. um, because it did seem really relevant but now it's like like I said about the galleries, like they're like, we don't want submissions about COVID. Like, I, do you I think, think, that, you think that's the case across the board. That there's a lot of galleries out there that are kind of like, no, we don't, we don't really want work. Yes, about COVID. definitely. I think there's a lot more important issues that are in um, happening. Um, you know, I, not more, not, well, yes, just as important, let's say, um, yeah. to be addressed. And I think, I, like, I'd be really. Uh, not annoyed, but I'd be like a bit frustrated if I seeing a lot of shows now opening and was they're all related to COVID and they're all related to these mm. things. Like I still want to see shows that were happening before. Um, shows that were, you know. Um, so I think and that is a worry, but. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I agree, but I, I agree. Uh, do you think that um, as a result of this pandemic that other causes and other issues and that are, and, and even not even, causes or issues, but, but um, observations and points, positive or negative, or uh, profound or proactive, 
like that are worth talking about and worth writing about, worth creating about, are being completely overlooked as a result of this pandemic? I wouldn't say they're being overlooked because I, I have seen a lot of um, galleries and organizations pushing um, people to make work about certain things or write about certain things and they're promoting um, things other than the pandemic. But I think mm. there is a lot of, there's so much like, you know, even on Instagram now, there's a lot of uh, pages being made, um, projects around COVID, um, you know, and it's like, how many do you need? You know, yeah. I mean, we all know what's happening. We don't need to see work on our news feeds every day about this. It's, of course, it's important to address, of course, um, it's, you know, it happened, it's still here, it's not going anywhere just as yet. So. It, yes okay but then after a while it's it's very draining as well um mm. because it's sad it's devastating you know people are losing their lives it's not um you know it's 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 terrible so it is very sad and, and it is kind of negative um so yeah i don't know what i'm trying to say yeah. um, i do kind of think that like yeah Caitlin, sorry i think that like it is a theme though that's highly accessible to very wide audiences because it's so relatable. Like mm -hmm. you have to think hard to relate to a body of work about COVID because we have all lived through it. So I think like when platforms are choosing to focus on that for shows, I think they're probably benefiting in that way in the amount of audiences they can draw towards that kind of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like as a viewer, would you be more inclined to go to a show about gender fluidity or would you go about COVID? I would definitely go about gender fluidity. Yeah, do you know, is that just because like we're artists ourselves? Yes. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be more interested to see work that's not about COVID at this stage because yes, we've all gone through it and I'm not saying that everyone is doing it because um, they're not. But it's like, you know, I would definitely when when exhibitions and you know when galleries are secure and they are open and they're having all these shows, it's I'd be more inclined to go see something else rather than see something about COVID. Because yes, it happens. We've lived through it. It's not something I want to keep thinking about because no. it's it's sad and it's you know, yeah. I know obviously it's important when we're we're living with it every single day and looking at the news and looking at the numbers and you don't want to think about that all the time. And I think that's what galleries have been successful mm -hmm. in doing that as well they're like right this work this exhibition is opening it's about this and you're like oh my god yes something that's not about oh, yeah. yeah like it's yeah. really exciting and I think that's what should happen now um especially mm -hmm. on digital um platforms as well because mm -hmm. no one wants to keep you know it's I don't no. know and I, I I think what we're what we're trying to do especially is try and make sure that that uh I'm, here we are talking about COVID, ironically. Um, but in saying that, I suppose, can we can we put a full stop on COVID? Can uh, no, we can't because yeah. until there's a vaccine, until there's a cure, until uh, things are are kind of back to normal again, which won't be for a long time. We hope it's sooner rather than later. Um, but what we can do is we need to, I think, in my view, remember all of the other things that we need to be discussing like climate change, like mm -hmm. all of the other diseases that are out there, like cancer, for example, that hasn't gone away. 
um, and there's still so many people dying from cancer on a daily basis. Um, or like, and it's like, why is there not as, as much um, onus or work gone into finding a cure for cancer as much as what they're doing for this one vaccine for COVID? And yeah. there's people dying from it every day, every year. And I suppose there's that, and then there's um, all of the other kind of causes like that, that we're talking about, like sexuality issues, as you said, with gender fluidity, that's that's another huge issue that's kind of gone by the wayside. And then there's other other things like um, uh, just even um, mentality, mental health, which is another massive thing that people are, are struggling with on a daily basis as a result of the pandemic and as a result of other issues, um, bullying, and, you know, there's just, there's so many different things that are that are out there that we need to kind of start talking about and that 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 we as artists have such great power in our in our hands to discuss something in a very um, in a very different way than what a tabloid or a, or a, a news a news company can do. Um, so I suppose maybe it's on us now to kind of try and create work and make things that are are bringing these issues back to light. And also then I think on the complete flip side of that. It's really important to continue to push the positive and to keep everybody in a, in a happy mind frame uh, and remember that there are people there for everyone there's people supporting each other there is such huge community spirit that has come out of this covid um, pandemic and there's just huge uh, connectivity between families and uh, friends uh, across the world it's just incredible to see and I think we need to kind of push that and make that a highlight and say, yeah, we're in this together and we are we are a community and we are as one. Um, and that there are happy things in the world that we can talk about and we can promote. And, and that's that's something that I think that we we all need to kind of do a bit more is talk about and promote positivity yeah. um, because there's way too much negativity going on. Um, and, and a lot of the press loves that. Uh, so how do we kind of spin it and say, no, let's talk about something happy. We're doing something good. Let's talk about a good news story and let's get the good news out to everybody and stop talking about the crap. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I know we have to do it because we have to create awareness. And we have to make change. But it's also important that we endorse the good that everyone is doing and that there's so many people doing such good things today as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Have we got any kind of final thoughts? I mean, I think that I'm really excited to see the work that is going to come out of the pandemic, not necessarily about the pandemic, but as a result of the time we've had to think and create. I think like we're in for an amazing next year, just like creatively and artistically as we see the products of yeah. this time. Thanks to time and thanks to to the time that we have had, the amount of it. Yes, I think that's a really good point, Caitlin. Chloe, have you a final point? Um, oh, no pressure. Um, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing um, like, what you, like what Caitlin said, like what people are producing. Um, and also I'm not, I'm not excited, but like interested <clears throat> to see what like what galleries um are going to do and what organizations are going to do to keep supporting artists after the pandemic because i know there's been you know there's been a good you know funding applications and um a lot of support for artists out there at the moment um but when once covid um 
let's say when it's gone, um, how are people going to keep supporting artists and how are they going to keep, you know, developing those opportunities? Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm just interested to see what happens there um, when things kind of come back from being online or is there just always going to be that aspect now? Is there always going to be um, an online, you know, kind of sidekick to whatever's happening physically? Mm -hmm. so yeah just I, I think I think for me uh, thank you for that point I think that's a really good point I think for me just to final as a final point is that I think we have to embrace the fact that we have a technological aspect to it it's just making sure that the human side of it is retained um, and that we can connect all of them together um, and that we can still go to a gallery space and we can still experience the physicality of the gallery experience, but also that we can go online and see the work and learn more about it and discover more about the artists and, and have a different perspective on things as well um, without, without it being too um, edited or too curated or too, we, we need to kind of go back a little bit to the rawness of reality. Uh, yeah. And I think this has really encouraged that. I think that's a super point. And maybe that's another discussion that we can talk about. But for now, thank you very much, Caitlin. And thank you, Chloe, for joining us on our very first podcast um, uh, slash webinar, uh, whatever this is. <laughs> uh, so we're, uh, we're delighted. Um, and thank you so much for, for joining us on this discussion. And uh, we look forward to looking at, look at, at all of your work uh, to come over the next year as a result of COVID or not. I would like to just say to our viewers that and our listeners that you can see Chloe's work and Caitlin's work and all of our new collective artists on our website at www.newacollective.ie. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, the lot. You can find us everywhere. We're plastered all over the net. So uh, check us out, give us a follow, share us. It doesn't cost a penny to share and uh, just spread the good words, spread the good news. Thanks very much for joining us and we'll talk to you soon. Over and out.